0: amen oh man God you're so good
1: one more hour of worship <laughs>
0: just one, one no okay you can do that uh, we can go home and do that okay. that's the thing is like what we experience with the Lord and how he just rests upon us is you can experience that anywhere doesn't just have to be in a Sunday service. You know, it can be in your car, driving down the road, sitting in your bedroom, just getting alone with the Lord and focusing on the Lord and just praising Him. Anytime adversity comes towards you, one of the best weapons of our warfare is praise and worship. I haven't, I haven't done this in a while, but I used to... Uh, if I started having a really bad day, you know, or stuff just was going crazy. And I knew it was the enemy just trying to get at me, right? I would go and, uh, like a lot of times I'd have to go to Home Depot or something because we're, we're doing construction projects. And I would I'd go into Home Depot and I'd just start ministering to people and just telling them, you know, God really loves you. God thinks you're amazing. You know, and just ministering to everybody I would come into contact with. And because what that does is that makes the enemy flee because he doesn't want you to do that. He doesn't want you to share the good news and the love of the Father. He wants you to be bound up and miserable and distracted from the love of the Father, right? So if you walk and you start sharing the good news with other people, the enemy's gonna instantly leave you alone because in that moment, he's, you've now realized to take those opportunities when he's frustrating you to turn them in to glorify God. You want to see the enemy leave you alone? Start doing that. It works. Yeah. The weapons of our warfare are not, that's right, that's right, not carnal, mighty through God for pulling down strongholds. So this is Vision Sunday. Tiff and I are going to cast some vision to you. Are you guys excited? There's a lot of people not here. To, I guess they'll have to go back and listen to it on the podcast.
1: Maybe we won't put it on the podcast.
0: That would be nice.
1: <laughs> oh, it, this is for you, Roberta. It's just for you. <laughs> yeah. We miss you guys. Yes. I love you. And Jill doesn't feel good. It's Jill, not her fault.
0: So the Ruffner family's not here. There's several families not here here.
1: But there are many Lots of that new are. Families, so. too.
0: Yeah. Welcome if you haven't ever been here before. Or welcome back if you have.
1: Yes, we're always like this.
0: Most of yeah. the time. Yeah. Where do we start? I'm gonna let you run with it and then I'll just Oh no no no. See it doesn't up.
1: work like that. That's what I always try to do. Um I'm curious to see how this actually works. Right, same. Like we have our seats that I can't. Like can't quite get comfortable it. and where's Brian?
0: He actually Brian was texting me at one AM last night and he was working we're driving nope. a dump truck Don't at like two it. in the morning. Okay, fine. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um Out in Kansas so, City somewhere. We miss you too, Brian. Okay, so um everybody that was here last week, that was amazing. Thank you guys for praying for us and I know it was a really long Really long service that was really great, but um, and we were supposed to do this with it for guys that weren't here. Jason and I were ordained last last week. And see, our our, our it's official, we're officially your pastors. Which don't call me Pastor Tiffany, I won't respond. I'm just Tiffany or Tiff if you're really my friend. So, what'd you say? Okay, don't do that. What time Hayden put he was putting the podcast and he was like, um. Right, He like wrote down the podcast, and I don't remember the name of the podcast. Just, let's just say Jesus, because that's a really good name for a podcast. And he was like, Pastor Tiffany. And I was like, take that off. What are you doing? He was like, what do you want me to do? I was like, just put Tiffany. I'm just Tiffany. Um, anyway, so thank you guys for... You
0: could start saying, son of God, Tiffany.
1: That, his favorite would be fine. <laughs>
0: his favorite, <yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I will show you in we're the word where I am his favorite. We're all though, his so. favorites.
1: Yeah. That's fine, but I'm his favorite.
0: So when he opens up his cell phone, I'm on his screensaver. Okay, He's got we're doing this. a picture of me right there. Okay. Anyway, oh, gosh.
1: focus. So we have. Um, um, We've been when Tim said. Um, you know you're we're gonna have your ordination service in april and you guys can cast your vision we were like oh okay what's our vision (laughs) so we
0: i I personally feel like we're always casting our vision
1: i feel like that too you guys are always along for the ride we're all about
0: being the body and bringing forth the kingdom right yeah but it does go deeper it does
1: so I kind of wanted to start and I know a lot of you guys have heard this but I want to kind of start from the beginning of where our vision is going and why we're doing it because everything that we do we feel like it's a word from the Lord. We're not just flying by the seat of our pants and saying this is what we should do next. Like we have spent many many years hearing from the Lord not really understanding what he was saying at the time. But how many of you guys know that God does that? Like he'll give little increments of what he wants and what he's doing. And if you if and I am especially like this. If I knew ahead of time In 2015 what he wanted to do I would have tried to make it happen and it would have flopped so in 2015 you guys know this that we were we Jason and I and um, friends with Tim we all had just a ministry and it was not it had a name because we needed to be able to to say what it was but it really was just we had worship nights out at our house and we lived in the country in Bate City and we had worship nights and we would have a worship team come and, and Tim would speak and Jason and I didn't speak because we were like baby Christians and There was no way I would have done it. Jason Who sometimes would. He's way braver than I am. But anyway, um, it was called Unite the Light. And we had fun. And it was nothing to take too seriously. Then we we would have sometimes, um, we'd have like kids' church. And so the kids would have, and we'd have bounce houses. And we'd always eat. And we would just have this amazing time. And our church would come out. And we'd get to pray over them. And they'd all be laid out. And that was fun. And um, we, we didn't really take it too seriously. And during one of those nights... Um, the Lord gave me a vision of little flames of fire. And you guys know me, you guys have all probably heard this. And there was little flames, like I was taken up kind of like a bird and I was looking out over um, the, like, kind of like, not the whole country, but just kind of like over the area. And I saw flames of fire over all of these buildings. And your dad wants water. give
0: me a water, just... I mean, You didn't. Yeah, thanks. Dave's but... probably like thinking of, Craig's thinking Dave's of looking Dave's at
2: Dave's like, Hill. what are we doing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like... <laughs> Just now, it took you this long? (laughs) so funny. Anyway, so flames of fire, the Lord showed me these flames of fire over different buildings and different things, and I was just like, that's really cool. What does that mean? Later, I found out that Tim had had the same vision, and as we're going, as we're just kind of walking this out, it's starting to make more sense to us
0: also in that season it began to get cold and so we had uh, the Lord spoke to us and he said don't stop and so mm-hmm. then we actually we took Unite the Light on the road and started going into smaller towns and into gymnasiums and setting up and reaching out to the churches in the little towns and putting on these worship events and reaching out to the communities.
1: Yeah so what was happening is we were we were just seeing as people getting set free like they would come in and worship and we and they would just get a touch from the Lord, and um, we were having fun. We were um, seeing a lot of fruit from it. There was a lot of freedom, and um, in 2018, so Jason and I, at this time, we've always we were always part of a church, and we were always plugged in at the church. And in 2018 we had, the Lord moved us out here to Holden, and that's a whole long story, and I won't get into it because we don't have time, but the Lord came in, I was worshiping one night or one day, and the Lord came in my room, and it was like, I remember feeling, like I was on my bed, just kind of had my head bowed, and I was worshiping, and I literally felt like he was in the room, and you guys have ever, like, I was so terrified, but not fearfully, right? I I knew that if I opened my eyes, the Lord would have been in the room. I know it sounds crazy. Just go with me, okay? That's not the craziest thing I've ever said. But I remember just, like, my whole body shaking and just this fear and awe and trembling of the Lord being in my room. And I was just, like, speechless. And I didn't have anything to say, and so I cried, right? Like, that's, you know. And what I heard him say was, I need you to buy a building, And and there was more that he had said throughout it. And I was like, yeah, that's not going to (laughs) work for many reasons, you know? And and I wrote it down and told Jason about it immediately. And he was like, okay, well, let's go shopping because that's Jason. And, um... We didn't really pursue it because we didn't have all of the answers. And um, The
0: Lord says that he's going to make a way.
1: And so I, I wrote it in a Even journal. Even if
0: it looks like there is no way.
1: But there was also no reason to buy a building, right? Like, mm-hmm. so the, the ministry, yes, we had had the ministry, and we thought, well, what would we do with the building? How would we afford it? We have a church. Like, what does this look like? Um,
0: and also, the Lord said, put your kids in
1: public, public school.
0: Public school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we instantly needed a place to minister to the kids that they were going to hang out with. Yeah. So that.
1: <laughs> this was in 2018. So fast forward to um, 2019, I needed to make a decision. And so I went to a cabin just myself and I was like, Lord, you have to speak to me about what we're doing. And so the Lord spoke and he said, I need you to lay your ministry down. And I thought, well, that doesn't that make any sense, God, because a year ago you said to buy a building and now you're telling me to lay the ministry down. I don't know what's going on. And so although it was one of the hardest things I had ever done, I, we came, I told Jason, this is what we're supposed to do. And he wasn't super happy about it. He wasn't. Yeah. He didn't necessarily agree. And the people that we did ministry with were not happy at all. Yeah. And um, But I was obedient and, and did what the Lord asked us to do. And so we, um, we just kind of walked through that season. And eventually, um, 2020 came. And we had an offer to buy Lyric. And it just kind of came out of nowhere. And I remember the Lord had said, lay the ministry down, but buy the building. And so I didn't know exactly what that would look like, so we did. And we bought it in 2020, which was the craziest time to ever buy anything or do anything because it was literally the middle, literally the middle of COVID, right? And so, like, the whole world was freaking out and we're buying buildings.
0: And all the roads and sidewalks were all torn. up. Oh, yeah, up.
1: everything was tore up. There was no streetlights, <laughs> yeah. like... Yeah. It was like a ghost town in town. And the Lord said, start a youth group and start a coffee shop. So we did. Um, Just in obedience. And then, um, what was it? In 2021, the Lord gave me this verse. And I want to share this with you because at the time, it didn't make any sense. And at the time, I was like, well, that's beautiful. What does that mean? And now I get to... Kind of walk out what that means, but I want you guys just to remember that when the the Lord gives you pieces, to write it down because all of it will make sense when he come when he kind of like brings it full circle. So if you guys want to go to Second Chronicles seven eleven, Second Chronicles seven
0: eleven. It's my birthday.
1: And that was one. Of, yeah, that was one of the really cool parts. Is Jason's birthday seven eleven? So. So while you guys are getting there, I'm gonna. Go ahead and start reading, because we're going to read 7:11 through 16, and I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. So it said, and when Solomon had finished the temple of the Lord and the royal palace, and has succeeded in carrying out all he had in mind to do in the temple of the Lord in his own palace, the Lord appeared to him at night and said, "I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a temple of sacrifices." When I'm reading this, this was about, just about the time that Lyric was done. We didn't really know, like we had gotten the building done and we had started. And he had already told me to lay the ministry down. And so I really wasn't sure how to proceed with, with what we were doing. And we were just kind of in this place of, of what's next, God. You guys ever been there? Like, what's next, God? What are we doing? Where are we going? Yeah. And When, it, when, I, heard, when I found this verse and I was studying this verse, it was like the Lord just started speaking to me. And he said, I've heard your prayer the countless, night, the countless nights that we have cried out and said, God, we want a, a community of people that are on fire for you. We, we're not seeing it. Like, everywhere we go, like it's, we see it everywhere. But we want it here, God. It's, it's, we want it here. Mm-hmm. We want to bring it to this area. We want you to show up like we know that you can. But we go, and I, like, I love the church. I love the body. But we go, and we don't feel you. We don't see you. And it doesn't make any sense because it's not how it is in the Bible and we know that it's not how how it has to be, God. And so we're crying out at night and we're praying this. And he gives us this verse and he says, I've heard your prayer and I have chosen this place for myself as a temple of sacrifices. And whenever you look up that word, it's a thank offering. And that's the beautiful thing. So what he's saying is... a th- it's a a thank offering isn't something that you don't you don't give them because of something in return a thank offering is something that you give out of sacrifice like I didn't have to do this because you didn't have to do what you did and it's a thank you of of everything that I have just to give you glory does that make sense it's not something that we do very often. Normally we give a gift because of something. It's your birthday, so here's a gift. It's Christmas, so here's a gift. This is a thank offering for literally just because, God, you are beautiful. You are glorious. And so here, let me give you this gift. And so he's saying in this scripture, I have chosen this place. And then, so I know that, like, he's speaking to Solomon, but I felt like he was speaking to me. And so he's saying, I have chosen this place as a thank offering for myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> It wrecked me. It still wrecks me. I can't read the Bible without just being like, "Ugh, oh, Jesus. The Lord is saying this building is chosen by me, a thank offering, and he chooses this place. In Second Chronicles seven thirteen, it says, when I shut up the heavens so that there's no rain or command locusts to devour the land or send a plague among the people, what he's saying is. There's worldly problems, sickness and death and financial burdens, depression. There's answers and there's longings. He's saying when these problems arise, and he goes on to 714, if my people who are called by my name, anybody in here called by his name? Yeah, amen. If they'll humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. but he, he's, he's not even just talking about Unbel- he's not talking about unbelievers he's talking to the believers the ones that have chosen by him he's saying the ones that are seek to seek my face he's talking about people that love him if he's saying if you stop doing it the way that it's always been done if you can stop the religious aspect of church if you don't turn this house into a place of duties and regulations and rules then I'll hear from heaven and I will forgive the sin and I will heal your land He's saying, if you don't try to do it in your own strength, I will show up. And in 2 Chronicles seven fifteen, he says, Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers. And that word prayer means house of prayer offered in this place. 2 Chronicles seven sixteen, last verse says, I have chosen and consecrated. Consecrated means to set apart, to be observed as holy. This house... So that my name, his reputation, his fame, his glory may be there forever. My heart and my eyes, or my eyes and my heart, meaning his inner being, he will be in the midst of us always. He will linger on the walls. And he promises to make it generational, that our children's children. And it's not just about a building, guys. I understand, like, we love, our, we love this building, but the house is us, right? The house that we're declaring is for him is inside of us. It's the church. And he's saying, he's walking us through this scripture, and he's saying, I will always be there. That our children's children will get to know him and know him through the fruit. <sighs> Of what we've seen generationally already. And so I remember that God brought that verse back to me and how much we didn't even, we didn't, we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't even, we had no idea that we would start church. And, but He did, right? And it was just, so much fun to come back to that verse and read it. And then this is kind of where the vision comes in. And so this recently, the Lord, I had a dream. It was kind of in between, I was in between sleep and awake. And so it was more kind of like a vision and the Lord, I'm just going to close my eyes so I can remember it. I was standing before the Lord and he drew a line in the stand in front of me. And he was showing me on the right side, he was showing us that this is where we are, that we're standing in the right side, and that, that we're here, and we're in Lyric, and we're a family, and we're together, and it's beautiful, and he sees the sacrifice, and he's very well pleased with what we're doing. And it made him happy, it brought him joy. And I said, oh, that's great, Lord, what's the other side? And he said, but this side, this side is the deep things of me. This is this side is where deep calls to deep. This is the set apart things that you've always asked for. And he kind of showed me this vision of where he brought me up and he brought me over the building and he reminded me of the flames of fire. And he said, but this side is going to be painful. And I don't mean, like, don't get me wrong. God doesn't hurt us, right? And, and, you know, like Tim says, ministry doesn't have to be painful. And so that's not what the Lord was saying, but he was saying that it's not going to always be sunshine and rainbows. And you guys can... And Yeah, that's a thing, right? Not everything is always sunshine and rainbows. Like, if we want to get something, if we want to get somewhere, it takes sacrifice, it takes pruning, and that doesn't always look pretty. And so that was what the Lord was saying to me. And he said, but I need you to make a choice. I need you to decide which side. And it should have seemed like a very obvious yes, Right? It should have been like, yes, Lord, we, that's what we say. We want the things of you. We want the deep things, and we don't want to stay still. But I, I had a question first. I said, God, are you saying that if I don't, that we're lukewarm? And he said, no, we're not lukewarm. But this is, this is where it will stay, and it will never—it there won't be a lot of change, and you'll be happy, and there will be fruit. And he said, but this side, I'm not going to tell you what it looks like, and I'm not going to tell you where I'm going, but this side is what you've always wanted. And you tell me what you want to do. And I'm going to be honest, guys, for a moment, for a while, it was not, it was more than a day. I was like, oh, I don't know. And I get that that sounds really like, oh my gosh, Tiffany, come on. But I was like, I don't know. I, I, it's already hard. (laughs) I don't know, Lord. I don't know. I don't know. And so I talked to some people and just kind of shared with what they're saying. And they, a couple people said, well, you know, you know, just um, throw a fleece, see what he's saying and and different things and rest. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait on it. And I kind of felt this burden though, to give him an answer. And, but I didn't, I didn't answer right away because I knew that if I said yes, I had to really mean it. It couldn't just have come from a place of being excited or come from a place of like, I guess I wanted it to be like a full felt like full heartfelt. Yes. And there was just a moment of worship and that we were in and like being honest it wasn't like I was jumping and dancing and screaming yes Lord yes Lord it was it was God where else would I go there's nothing else that I want more like nothing else nothing else matters and what like when we're singing today you know we're singing Jesus nothing what is the line Jesus um, I can't think of it right now when we're singing holy and anointed one um Yep. Nope. I lost it. Um, anyway, I, I, we're, we seeing these things like you're the only thing that matters. You're all that I want, Lord. And then we forget about it when he asks us to choose. And so I said, yes. And here's the the thing guys is when I said yes for me, I said yes for all of you too. So buckle up. <laughs> yep. Okay. Jesus, I love you more than anything. Hold on. Yes, Jesus, I love you more than anything. What is Jesus, I love you more than my reputation. Jesus, I love you more than finances. Jesus, I love you more than what they're going to say about us. Jesus, I love you more than what the, the trials that we'll walk through. Um and we can add good things in there too like Jesus I love you more than the good days the bad days whatever but um and I I just feel like we're coming from we're coming into this place of not being a church that just sings songs about him and sings songs about what we are but Jesus I love you more than anything. Let me walk that out and show you. What were you saying, Lisa? Um, when you shared it with me that was that you said like I'm not just saying this, but you're saying this forever, but... Yeah. 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 So she. Right. Saying yes, for my children, <laughs> like that they didn't ask to come into this. They didn't ask. they were gonna say you're welcome. One day I'm gonna be like you're welcome, but you know, like for right now, they, it's already hard for to watch them sometimes watch us, you know, and not understand and and. Then probably be like, why are we even doing this, guys? Like, we could just love Jesus without doing all this. And having them understand that now that when Jason and I say yes, that our house says yes, our family, our family, like our children, and then our our house, our, our church family as well. So, um, and I, I just think that that's important so that you guys know that we have said, corporately. And I want to give you guys a chance to say yes to the Lord corporately, because this is, this is your walk. This is your life. This is your yes to, and I can't make that yes for you. But I just feel like the Lord is saying how important it is that you guys understand that this is where we're going, that we're not staying where we're at today anymore. Um, I don't know, like it, it doesn't mean tomorrow is going to look different necessarily. It doesn't mean baptism Sunday is, I don't even know what it means. That was part of it, right? He didn't tell me what it meant. I was like, great saying yes to things that I don't understand, which That's faith. It's faith. Um, But what use is is a house without a family in it? And so I want to just encourage you guys in that, that what the Lord is going and where he's going, we're going together as a family. And I know that, you know, Jason and I are the mother and fathers of the house. Like, yes, I write the checks to pay the bills, and I answer, and I have to get the insurance for it, and we do all the things here. But this is your place like this isn't just our church with our name on it this is our church as a whole as a community yeah. and
0: casa, su casa.
1: we mean that that is why we're fivefold that is why like this isn't this isn't um we don't take the credit for what god is doing which also means that it's not all on my shoulders praise the lord right amen right and Matthew five fifteen, you don't have to turn there. Just write it down real quick. Um, and who would light a lamp and then hide it in an obsur- obs- obscure place? Instead, it's placed where everyone in the house can benefit from its light. So don't hide your light. And I feel like. God has placed the people here very strategically, like it's I, I don't know what He had to do to get you here. I don't know what changed. I don't know if there was heartache or maybe it was just joy, maybe it was just one day you walked in and found us. you know I don't know what He had to do to move to move the mountains to get you here, but I know that it's for a reason, and we have an amazing team and um We have an amazing family already with what God is wanting to do. But I just want to encourage you guys in that, that we are all in this. Like, we we are doing this together. We are going to the deep places of God. And I don't know if you guys heard um, the Audra, Tim's friend that came last week when she was praying. And she was praying that God had reserved the deep things for us. Do you guys remember that? You guys remember? Yes? No? Do you remember her? Yeah. I remember because I recorded It was recorded. And I went back and listened, and I was like, yes. But she had no idea. She didn't know. She didn't know that that is our longing, and that is our heart's cry, and that that is what God had shared um, with me. That that was the choice that we that we had. And so when she prayed that, Lisa remembers right? Because she said, "You said I saw your face when she said it." She said, God has reserved the deep things, the things hidden, the things that He's not revealed to anybody, any other people that He will show to us. And oh, I receive that. I receive it. It makes all of it worth it. It doesn't even feel hard when that's the case. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> this is me pausing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. He said yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Glad you agree, babe. Okay. So, um, I know that we've talked lots and lots about our building next door, and everyone has been praying. Thank you, Jesus, for our building, right? Yes. So our building, the mayor was even so nice to be potting flowers in our p- uh, pots yesterday, wasn't he? That was nice, yeah. I know. I thought so, too. I was like, it's cold, and you're planting us flowers. It's yeah. so nice. I wonder what flowers he chose. Huh. Anyway. We are still praying and believing for our building next door, and um,
0: apparently they're about to auction it off. I guess
1: they're getting ready to auction it, and so we have the choice to either bid in the auction or just see what happens. We're not really sure what we're going to do yet.
0: I say see what happens.
1: Anybody else say see what happens?
0: (laughs) You guys, you guys are the wild
1: ones. (laughs)
0: That's yep, right. we have favor.
1: Lisa said, "Let's put this on, in writing." We are the favored. Lisa said they're going to auction it off to a company that's going to be like, "I just feel like I'm supposed to give you this building." That's <laughs> what we're believing for. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yep. yeah, we yeah. oh we are the wild yeah. ones. So, <laughs> yeah, they are just like <laughs> I just I don't know why I don't I'm not even a believer, but now I want to be and I'm going to give you this building. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we're we're believing for wild things like that, and so we're
0: we just trust God and we're going to rest in it. And if He said we're supposed to have the building, then we'll have the building. You know. Yeah. And we're supposed the,
1: to have the building. I mean, it, even Audrey, yeah. when she was praying for us last time, she said God is going to give you buildings, and I was like, Oh, thank yeah. you. I have one in mind. Yeah. It's right next sure. door. That's been sitting empty since we started yeah. church. You so. see the
0: the window frame? Yep. With the drawing inside of it, that's the drawing of the double doors that'll be in that wall.
1: Yep. Jill draw that. Jill drew that for us. Um, she said that every time she'd look over there, she just felt like that there was supposed to be something there, and she had no idea that we had already had a vision that that's where the double doors will go to our to the new building. And so, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hannah drew it. Sorry, oh, Jill had her but Jill had her draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a word for you. Yes, let's hear it.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: Write the vision. Yep.
2: That's right. And
0: make
1: it a upon the table that he may run that Yep. Yeah. That's right. Thank you. He's given me that verse as well. And, write the vision. Yep. And so we have that's part of what we're doing it today. We're writing it out and we're following what the scripture says to do. And so we wanted to get you guys in on that vision as well so that you guys can, can be prom, uh, praying for the promise. Um, And I'm going to go into what we kind of feel like that looks like. But first of all, I want you guys to understand that it's not about, again, I know that I said this before, but it's not about the building next door. Like, yes, I feel like the Lord has promised it to us. Yes, I feel like there's things that he's going to do. But it's about the promise that he's given of what's going to happen inside of those walls, not the actual building. So when you guys hear us praying and we're believing for it, we're praying for what God is going to do through the moments of worship and moments of ministry and the hearts that come in there. Because it's not ever about our works. It's not ever about um, physical, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Physical, what? Yeah, it's not about the material things it's about the promise and so when I see that picture it's actually labeled the promise to me because that is what he's promised um, the fruit that's going to come from getting that building but also every promise negates your circumstance and so it's so funny that like we, How crazy is it, guys, that everybody knows, most of you guys know the story of the building was bought by the by the city. They were going to put their, their offices and the police headquarters in it. And then we got a new mayor. And then they um, f- f- argued a little bit. And then they had voted they actually were going to sell it. And we were like, perfect, we'll buy it. And then um, there was a lot of junk in the middle. But then they said, no, no, thank you. <laughs> we don't want to sell it to a church. And we were like. Okay, so we had a beautiful idea that, because we have a construction company, most of you guys know that, the construction company will buy it, will use it for um, offices, and it will rent it up to the church. And they said, yeah, no, thank you. We would rather put it on auction and see if we can get more money out of it. So that's, that's where we're standing. That's why we don't just buy it. Like, that's why it's not just ours. And so it's just crazy how everything is pointing towards, like, that it, you know, like, I don't I don't usually like to speak what I don't want, but like it's just pointing towards somebody can come in and, and buy it, and it's just it's crazy. But that is what the Lord is saying. Like My promise is they, that's what he's trying to get at, is it doesn't negate the circumstances. It doesn't matter what we see. That's what faith is. It doesn't matter what it looks like. God is going to do it. That's right. Um, I was going to say something else about that. Oh, I was getting out. Every day I get out of the car when I come into the coffee shop and I just out loud, my kids hear me all the time, say, thank you, Jesus, for our building. Thank you, Jesus, for our building. And we walk by and we pray in tongues and we think, Jason writes on the windows. <laughs> he says the Lyric Church. <laughs> we already park along the side like we own the place. I mean, it's just basically ours. Um, and I, was, I got out and I was kind of, because I'm human and I definitely, ask Lisa, I'm, sometimes I'm not as positive as I want to be and i i got out and i was like thank you jesus for our building even though it seems impossible right now and uh trust said trust is seven and she goes mom don't you know all things are possible with jesus which is so juvenile but she's also she's seven and you know daughter as our daughter and i was just like (laughs) yeah baby you're right and so there was not a doubt like faith the thing was, is there's not a doubt in her mind that it's our building. Yeah, It's already our building to the children, like to her. She's already like, Mom, don't you know all things are possible? Like, there's not a worry. She doesn't know the financial aspect. She doesn't know that the city has not Like, it doesn't matter because it's ours. And so that is where I want to, that's the place that I want my heart to be, in a place of rest, and that's our building. So, That's right.
0: Um, so, it's a building that the Lord's going to inhabit Yep. through the praises of yeah. his people. Yeah, and there will be a habitation here (laughs) of the Lord. Yeah. (laughs) It's the truth. Oh, it's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. Yep. All things.
1: Yeah. So we were just recently heard of um, two churches that are going to be merging together, this, and and Holden. We just learned of that this week. And... um, I was just talking to the Lord about that. I was like, well, that's interesting, God. Like, the timing of it is perfect. And then um, I started thinking about how different we are. Not that we're better. It's not what I mean. But how different we are and what our purpose here is. And God is just revealing more and more as we go. But I, I wanted just to kind of break something to you guys. I want you to understand. We will never be, uh, how do I want to word this without it sounding bad? Just
0: just stay what we will be.
1: we our heart is to stay more in line with the Acts church right We're, we'll never our, our our goal isn't to grow be and to be really big we won't have all of the ministries that can minister to everybody in the community um in fact our heart unless god is
0: t- changes something you know yeah. he decides that's what he wants
1: our heart is to keep a family feel because what the Lord is doing and we've been given this word is our house is a place that we can minister so you know how a lot of people say that they want to reach the lost well we want to be able to reach the reach and the reached and what I mean by that is as we want to be a place where we disciple and we grow and we build the reach that the Christians that are already that they that maybe they're Christians but they want to know more of the deep things of god like they want to know who he is and what he's doing we don't ever want to be a place where people come in and sit on sunday and and leave unchanged like that's not worth it this trust me it's not worth it if that's the if that's the fruit that's going to come out of it
0: so a place of training and equipping mm -hmm. for the work of the ministry the work of the gospel
1: and so we've been we've g- been given the word from people that we will get to be able to place that um, that got to minister to pastors and minister to people that were already um, uh, in the church and we've seen that kind of unfold a little bit. Yeah. Um, we want to be a we want we're we're fo- our focus is more on quality than quantity. We want to see the people here, even if it's just a small family unit. We want to see fruit and we want to see the deep likeness of the Lord on their lives. We want to see their families look like the church. We want to see um, behind closed doors that they're the same on, it's on Sunday morning that they are at home. We, You know what I'm saying? We, we expect that our church, our family, our community, um, you know the word for church ecclesia and their original text is the wild ones the called out ones it was actually not a good thing to be the church like did you know that no, like it's not I, I it wasn't
0: but i walked in here this morning and yeah. through the door i heard the words the lord say you're the wild one oh. and then i came in here and lisa was behind the, behind the coffee bar and i go we're the wild ones lisa she's like i know the lord says we're that. the wild ones that's so awesome
1: confirmation that is what it meant when the disciples started the early church. They weren't... You guys don't understand. It wasn't this like, oh, yay, let's do that. Like, they were coming into a land where people thought they were crazy. They were coming into an area where nobody wanted to be like them. Their reputations were ruined. They were... Until they started walking in signs and wonders, and then people were like, hold up. Who's this Jesus that you talk of? You know, like, it wasn't... It wasn't just this fun thing that they walked into, and everything was sunshine and rainbows. Like, he... They were... Looked at and laughed at and wanted to be killed. You guys know the stories, right? Like people wanted to kill them, and they did. It did it. That's not what they were looking at. They were looking at Jesus. They were following what Jesus said, and they were going into the town and just blowing it up and saying, "This is who Jesus is. Stand up and walk. This is who Jesus is. You're healed." And and I feel like that is what the Lord is doing here. That we're going back to what he, what the disciples had um, built in the early church. And we've always had a hunger, and we've always had a passion for that. I just, I'm going to be honest, I didn't ever think the Lord would do it. I, I Just being real. Like, I just was like, that just seems too big. That just seems too far-fetched. Like, nobody wants to come to a church that that isn't the mega church in town. I mean, it's Holden. But, you know, like, everybody wants just to come in and have a program and sing, you know, three really pretty worship songs that they hear on Caleb, and they want to have potluck and go home. Like, God, nobody wants this. And I spent so many years lonely because it was like, a handful of people i knew but god is saying that it
0: for such a time as this
1: yeah that would you now guys agree would you guys agree that if you're here that you're done with status quo that you're ready for the deep things of god yes. yeah yeah
2: I mean, the first word you said to me when we were sitting at that table and you and I we introduced ourselves to each other. You said, I, I asked, what do you know, Well, what you missed what said, you know, we share the identity
1: of Christ. I knew right then and there, I'm in the right place. So, th- where the power's at? Yep. Oh. Where the power's at? If you want to see the power of God in your life, you've got to know who you Amen. That's the
0: foundation. Yep, yep. Yeah.
1: Foundation. I'll never forget when I met you, Dave, you were standing right here and I was like, hi, I'm Tiffany, and you're like, I'm Dave. We're just church shopping. We're not, we're just don't, we're not staying, we're just, we're looking around. We're just looking. We've already been to one, we're looking. I'm like, okay, alright, good luck with that. <laughs> that was fun. Well, yep. He hooked me when he said I did. Right? Right? <laughs> Speaking to your spirit. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, I believe that God is saying that um, there, there's going to be much fruit that we will. Um, and you guys, if you know me, like that's something that I say, where's the fruit? How's the fruit? What does the fruit look like? What I'm saying is like, what does it look like? To be a believer, what does it look like for you to be a Christian? And it shouldn't we? I should be able to walk down the road and people know I'm a Christian. Like, and I know that that's crazy. Like, how? And, it, and it's not because of the shirt that I wear. Like, we should know people's fruit by coming in contact with them. You should know my fruit when I'm at the grocery store, um, not just because I stand up and say who I love on Sunday morning. But I should be able. I should be. You should see it. You should be able to see people. And I think that's what God is wanting to do with the Christians here, with our family here. That. We will be known as the ones who love the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Not just the ones that are putting on a really cool program on Sunday, but the ones that love the Lord, the ecclesia, the called out, the wild ones, the ones that are willing to lay everything down for his name to be known. Um, So I believe that in time, that's going to look like um, training in the sense of like classes. I really, we already have, we have small group and we're having training. I believe that that's going to look like and I don't know exactly so I don't want to say like college classes or things like that because I don't know Um, but I do feel like there's going to be equipping in that sense. Um, And we
0: have a discipleship program going mm -hmm. on and it's called Christianity 101 where we take any believer and we walk them through the basics of Christianity and their identity in Christ and who they are And so if there is anyone in here that would like to go through that let us know Because we're actually, we're already doing it with, what, four or five different people.
1: Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. So what we're seeing from it already, though, is the Lord is, so as we're discipling, then those who are being discipled, they're getting ready to disciple. And it just happened started happening this week that the ones that we've discipled are discipling people from other churches, leaders in other churches. And so the God, God is just organically doing it. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're here to reach the reach. The ones that already are walking in ministry. They just don't know who they are yet. And it's not about everybody coming in one building. Like, if the world is going to be touched, then the churches that we have, the the amazing churches that have, like, been here for years and years, it's time for them also to be able to be touched and used by the Lord and to know their identity. And they don't have to come here to do it. This isn't about growing Lyric. It's about growing the kingdom of God. Yeah. Um... So, discipleship is going to be huge. Um, Inner healing, you guys know that we have an inner healing ministry that we've just kind of done um, whenever we have time. But the Lord has kind of asked us to take that up a notch. And so, um, (laughs) it's exciting. So, we are going to be growing a team of people that um, help facilitate inner healing and deliverance. And which looks different than probably what you are used to or what you normally see inner healing is about if you guys don't know what sozo or inner healing is it's it's essentially it's about getting rid of the the wounds and lies that the enemy has placed on you and replacing it with the truth it's about forgiveness and it's about hearing the voice of god and so we have tools that we use in a session um, where we just sit down one-on-one and the lord guides the conversation and Um, It has been so freeing, and we're seeing so much fruit. And we are getting actually, we are starting to see some of the leaders are from other churches, again, are coming in and having inner healing. And then getting to bring it back to their churches, which is what we're here for. This is part of what we're doing. So um, we're taking that up a notch. And so we are going to be having more people trained in inner healing so that they can, so it's not just me offering it, so that we can have more people. And I believe the Lord, and that was one of the things that Audra prophesied, is that the Lord is going to be bringing people, people from other nations to be um I feel like so so or inner like have walked through inner healing and to help with our team. So um if you are interested in helping to facilitate inner healing let me know because we are gonna be help hosting a class here shortly um to get people trained and to walk that out and to see if the Lord really use that ministry to see people free. Lisa's in. <laughs> um we also believe, so we have a couple small groups, right? We have young adults and we have youth group. We have our upper room Bible study. Is that it? Am I missing one? Women's group, men's group. And we feel like the Lord, what he's calling us to do next is to start having people have um, small groups within a small group. And so it doesn't mean meet on thursday nights it could it which it could if you wanted to do something like that but i what we believe he's saying is to start groups that are that we are able to reach the community and so again it's not about getting more people to come to our church it's about getting people to know him and so we would like to see we feel like the lord is saying let's start a group do what do you need (laughs) trying to get your microphone oh okay he has an issue with that. Is this better? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't hear you. Oh, okay. Like, I, you ever have a problem hearing me? Um, we want to see small groups, um, for instance, like a hunting small group. And so it doesn't have to be this huge thing. It doesn't have to be...
0: So so, Craig was talking about that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yes, I do not. Yeah. But I will send people your way. My son, those three boys in the back. Yeah. You want to be a part of a hunting group? Just say yes, Noah. Yep. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah, they definitely do. Yeah.
1: Um, so just seeing groups like that, saying putting together a group within the groups and saying, we're going to be starting a hunting small group, and, and we're going to be going at this time. Um, and then also being able to, because it naturally just comes out of us. That's who we are, to talk about the Lord, to study about the Lord. Um, a cooking group where we maybe, I'm not cooking. Okay, maybe. But, uh, okay, I'll start. The mac and cheese from a box. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> a pool building group. But just have
0: Tuesday night at nights. my
1: house. <laughs> uh, but having groups within the groups to to build community, to to get to celebrate the Lord. Does that make sense? And so maybe like a homeschool group. Um it doesn't have to be something huge. It doesn't have to be even every week. I mean, it could just be something that as we're raising people up, this is part of what we do. This is part of the kingdom that as we're serving, we're also, as we're serving, he's serving one hand to take, one hand to give, One right?
0: hand to receive, one, hand, one to receive, hand to receive,
1: one hand, to give. One hand to, to, to give. And the best way to do that is to be serving, is to be leading in a group. Yeah. Because and we all can, of us
0: have areas that we serve in better than others, yeah. right? Some of us are the hands, the feet, you know? And so we can take... Those gifts that each and every one of us have and we can take that and other people gleam off of those gifts and at the same time learn their identity in Christ and come together and just fellowship with each other and create an atmosphere that the Lord inhabits through cooking, hunting, you know whatever kind of gifting it might be
1: Camping. what's it? Camping?
0: Camping, yeah, camping.
1: Cooking the meat that was hunted.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like the deer.
1: Yeah. That's normal, I know. I just like to. Creating a family atmosphere
0: to where we all come together and gleam from each other and lift up the body of Christ.
1: Because I feel like that is how more, that's how there's going to be more fruit from that. So instead of just having church on Sunday and expecting people to come then what if we had a group where we were hunting people would come they'd be like oh sure yeah I want to come I want to come hunt and then we get to then from there tell them like you were saying tell them by identity tell them about the Lord because that's the goal that is the goal hands down it doesn't matter how it's done or where it's at as long as it's done through the word and through a right heart the goal is to tell people about him so um if you guys, here's the thing though, is you guys will have to get out of your comfort zones. You know us, we're all about not having them. So you'll have to get out of your comfort zone and say, okay, you might have to say, I'm going to have to lay things down in my personal life to make time for this. You may have to say, yes, Lord, <laughs> which is not always easy, but I promise you there's fruit from it too. So um, it's going to look like extending yourself and saying yes i want to be a leader in this area because i feel like all of everyone here is a leader and god is calling him to do that um we don't exactly know what it's going to look like next door but we do know that the lord has said once we get the building that we will have um like prayer room style worship so we don't know exactly like what days of the week or what that's going to look like but we feel like the lord is going to be raising up worshipers and there will be um sierra (laughs) she didn't know what she signed up for when she said yes but she'll get to facilitate like different worship teams she's like i'm already busy she'll get to facilitate different worship teams i feel like um i even feel like again there will be people from other countries even coming and Um, helping to lead worship and bringing their gift. And there will be a cello player. The Lord promised it. It's going to happen. So it's going to happen. Um, Right? Amen. Everybody say amen to that. Okay, thanks. Um, So we'll, I don't. You know, so for instance, you know, noon on Mondays, we'll have worship set. And so then the community will be able to come and just sit in on a worship set and read their read scriptures. Um,
0: And the sanctuary will always be open throughout the week when the coffee shops open. So you can always go in there, get alone with the Lord. There'll always be worship music playing, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah.
1: Just kind of a place.
0: And then there's there's also uh, other rooms in there so we can have teachings going on, you know, or inner healings, you know, it's, yep. it's going to be an equipping facility almost. Yep.
1: Yep. So we'll, again, that this house is like, it's a family, right? <laughs> and so we'll need all hands on deck. We'll need everybody to say yes to their giftings, to be able to be used and whatever it is that the Lord has trained you in and taught you in and grown in you, um, we want to see that used here. We want to see the true fivefold. We want to see the building and the equipping of the saints for the church, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, for the unity of faith.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, so the upstairs will be the kids, um, the kids ministry. So hopefully we'll be able to utilize all of that for the kids program, and we're gonna, God's gonna grow an amazing kids program. Where our kids are hearing the voice of the Lord, they're they're walking in identity. Like we we our heart is that these kids know who He is yeah. before they're teenagers, so that when they're teenagers, they're walking in it, and they don't have to struggle with, with, being a teenager. I see you a know.
0: place as if, like if if you need healing in your body, you're gonna want go to go like to the time. kids' room, yeah, to get prayed for by the yeah. kids because of their childlike faith, you know. The kids are going to be well equipped to know that they know who they are in Christ as children yeah. growing up versus someone like me finding out at 30, the age of 32 my identity when I was in church my entire life, but did I get I don't, I did I didn't get set free until 32. You know these children are going to know that they know who they are.
1: That's part of
0: who the Holy Spirit is.
1: That's part of our church being generational is that we're raising them up to know who they are. Raising them up in signs and wonders that it's not common, but normal, everyday life.
0: Normal Christianity. Normal
1: Christianity that if their friends are sick in public school, that they lifestyle. pray for them. Because they didn't know anything different. Um, and we believe that the Lord is going to build that upstairs. So everything that we're doing downstairs, the kids will be doing even on a greater level upstairs. Because that's yeah. what we want, guys, yeah. right? Our
0: ceiling will be their yep.
1: floor. Yep. And we've said it a hundred times. I kids, so I listen to yep. You. Yep. Yep. Yep, they're already doing it, yeah. yep. 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 By the time a kids 10 years old, they shouldn't be answering about you. And that is life changing. Yeah.
2: That's happening with my kids. Teaching them how to do it, show them
1: how to do it.
2: They do it and get it themselves. Yeah. That's what power is at, and their life has changed for the rest of
0: their life. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. excited.
1: yeah I also believe that the Lord showed me that people would come into the prayer rooms and get healed from just being in his presence from just coming in um into a place where he's lingering and people will say that all the time here they'll be like uh, they'll write on the reviews like I just came in here and it just felt different it just I just feel something there and we giggle because we're like it's the Lord like it's it's not the coffee, which is good, but it's him.
0: And that's, that's something the Lord spoke to us in the yeah, beginning. Yeah. Was that this place was going to be a house of healing. Yep.
1: It was funny because actually, when you first started, I could, this is kind of my journal of what the Lord had, like the promises that He had given to us. And I was laughing because I was like, check, check, check. As I was looking, um, I was just reading different things that He said and times with him and like a lot of them happened and some of them are yet to happen. So I just kind of got wrapped up in that. And anyway, um, so yeah, we believe that God is calling us to deep, deep things where we believe that we're, he's calling us to find things about him that he's not revealed to anyone else yet. Um, I don't know why he picked a little town in the middle of Missouri to be his, I don't know, but.
0: What'd you say, Jim?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Definitely. And, you know, like, I always say that, like, sometimes being confident can sound conceited, but it's not, it's the heart behind it, the heart posture behind it, right? Like, we're not saying that the Lord chose us because we want to lift our name up we're saying he, told us, he chose us, he consecrated this place for him because he chose it himself as a thank offering. And we just said yes to it. So he gets to come in and have his way. And I've told, you guys hear me say it all the time, like the door is open for him to come in and move. And he's, he's looked for our people. And you know what? I'm sure this is happening everywhere. I'm sure there's like, he showed me the flames of fire are happening everywhere, but we get to be the ones that are here and holding that get to do it. That's so, right. We'll start to see more people that are like-minded, it's going to be crazy, and you guys are going to think I'm crazy until you start seeing other churches that are walking in fivefold, that are going back to Acts, that are having houses of prayer, and that are having more intimate family living room style church that are making huge impacts for the kingdom. And um, it's not going to be about having your name known. It's not going to be about... Um, like Hollywood Christianity. I know there's lots of ministers that we know their name. I, Lord, let my name never be known, but only let yours be known. And I think that that is what God is doing in this season and he wants to do. Um, There's exciting things coming up. Just last night, we had um, people reach out to us that want to come and hold conferences here. um, Churches that we love and have gotten lots of wisdom from. So um, God's already doing it. It's exciting. Out of Fort Worth. Your old
0: stuff
1: yep yep so i'll be in contact with them for what that looks like um but it starts like it starts today it starts now and we're believing for um our building and we're believing for fruit and um to minister to the reached that are already reached because i mean we're evangelists and so we want to reach the lost right like and we will But we're also, here. So the issue is like with the Jesus movement, when it happened, so many people like came to know the Lord, but then they lost who they were. They lost teaching that on. And so people know religion, people know church, people don't know him. And that is what we're here for. So yes, obviously reaching the lost, but also setting a fire. Reaching and equipping the lost. Yeah. Yeah. Reaching and equipping the ones that know him and watching them fall in love with him. And through that.
0: Walking boldly in god Yeah. Yeah. Not self-righteous confidence. Yeah. Right? god I am, I can, and I will through him because he is in me and with me in all things.
1: Yeah. I had a dream last night and I had a little girl come up to me and she had a, a note from a pastor and she said, I have a note from a pastor and he wanted me to read it to you. And I said, okay, what's it say? And she said, um... Find somebody to invest all the money that's coming in, or find somebody to help you invest all the money that's coming in. She, I don't care about money, and I don't know what that was about, but okay. And then she said, "And don't listen to the people that talk bad about you." And she's a little girl, so she talked. You know, she's talking to me like, you know, with this childlike faith and just so confident. She said, don't listen to the ones that talk bad about you. And so that really got my attention for all of us. So I want to encourage you guys that it doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter um, how anyone else feels. What what matters is what the Lord has spoke and what he has said over us and our house and what he wants to do. And I don't, there's not very many people that can say that the Lord chose them and set them apart for his glory and for what he wants to do. And we can say that. Um, that he has. And so we're willing to walk that out and do whatever he wants to do. Anything else?
0: Baptism is next Sunday.
1: Yes. Do you guys have, okay, so I just want to open, I know that we're almost done. Do you guys have any questions about the vision and where we're going and what it looks like? And if I can, we'll answer it. Yeah. Yep. 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 It
2: starts Yep. right
1: here. Yep. Yep. It's in the upper room. Yep. Absolutely. And one day, there will be people in this room that will go out, and there will be people. And we're starting that by doing it on a, I, I don't want to say smaller scale, because nothing is big or small in the kingdom. But the way that we're going to raise people up and send them out is by starting cooking groups, and by starting hunting groups, and homeschool groups. And I'm not trying to get rid of anybody. You guys can stay your whole lives, and I would be completely happy, but if we're going to walk out what the Bible says to make disciples and bring it to the ends of the earth, we have to start somewhere, and so um, you guys do not belong to us, you are not, like, you're not out, like, you're my people, but you're not, you don't belong to me, I don't own you, and so the point is, is his vision, and to raise people up, and to go out and do things, and then you guys will see, even if they don't come to our church, you guys will see people that you raise up and send out, and that is the gospel, that is what the plan for the Bible is. But we've got it so, like, the church history has got it so messed up that they were trying to build a program, trying to build a church, and they lost the fact that he said to send people out. And so I think we're just going back to that, going back to the roots.
0: Yeah. We're going to be a river that flows. We're not going to be a, a stagnated pond.
1: Yeah. So water, water's going to flow stagnated stagnated in. Bond.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's going to flow out. We're not calling other churches. No, I'm just saying, though, no, yeah. I just seen, right when you said that, i seen a vision of a stagnated pond and a, and a flowing river.
1: Yeah. What's our, what's our favorite verse? Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but who delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his day. His law, day and night, that person is like a tree planted by streams or rivers of water. Which yield its fruit in season And whose leaf does not wither Whether, Whatever they do they prosper So we are trees Right Uncle Mark yeah. We are trees planted Oaks, by the water Oaks of righteousness Right Amanda yeah, Yes Lisa's tree. Okay any other questions or comments Dakota's excited <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Alright All Well Um are you guys good? Is that pretty much what you guys thought? Like I mean that's yeah. when we want to be
2: obviously I guess teaching. And especially what you're talking about there. So what when do
0: you want to get together and do stuff
2: like that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, raise above. Yeah. 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 You want to? So you're saying you want to meet with us to talk about doing something like that? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's do it. So, okay. basically, what you need to do is get into contact with Tiff and I, and then, if you're wanting to be part of the discipleship program, we're gonna go through Christianity 101 with you, and so we're all on the same page, and and then you'll be released to begin to disciple. Another person. Yeah,
1: we could probably even start up like a men's discipleship night. That way, we could get that several. That would probably men. be the best way. Yeah, because yeah. I know that there's a couple other guys that wanted to do it. So you guys could do it, meet <laughs> once a month at night, and everybody could do it kind of as a group, or, and or then, every
0: other week, yeah, yeah. something like
1: that. Um, and then, um, I I'm doing I'm discipling. Amanda's discipling. Lisa is going through it so she can disciple. Angelica's getting, going through it so she can disciple. Megan's going through it. Roberta's going through it. Am I missing anybody?
0: Dakota's going through it.
1: Am I missing anybody? Hayden has been through it.
0: Yeah, and, and Hayden can begin to disciple too. If
1: I'm missing you, I'm not meaning to. You just have to yell at me. Okay. Hope you've been through discipleship because it's Tim's Christianity 101. I yep. probably yep. 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 have. Yep. Yeah. She's like, what? Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, like we're gonna start there. So if you want to start with a small group, you want to start in leadership like that. Then we'll start through discipleship, go through the classes, and then we'll go from there. Um,
0: but discipleship doesn't even have to always take place in here. You know, it's whoever else you're around. Yep. It can be in your workplace. I've yep. you know, heard lots of marvelous testimonies in the workplace. Yep.
1: Please do. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that is what we're believing for, and we're hoping. I don't know when the auction is going to be. We don't know yet. Um, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they get it going so we can get our building sooner or later. Um, but I did have a word. I had, and I'm just going to say this by faith because I felt like the Lord told me to. Um, he woke me up and spoke July 19th. Um, to me and he didn't say you'll have your building July 19th or anything like that he just put that number or that date in my heart and so we're putting July 19th on the calendar to have a worship night in our new building and we're going to buy faith belief for that so um, we may be cutting out a door the day before to <laughs> I don't know, Jason's going to kill me but um, <laughs> I have no idea what that looks like, and, but I'm just walking we'll by we see faith. what happens. We're seeing what the Lord does, and I'm believing for something to happen by July I mean, 19th, and I'm speaking that it will it be a worship night. It doesn't even building. have
0: to be finished to go in there and worship. It does
1: not. No, it doesn't. We do have to have keys. Yeah. 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 But the Lord, something significant, I believe, is going to happen on July 19th because he, he said it three times and woke me up to write it down. So will you guys believe with me that it will be a worship night? And if he wants to do better and bigger, I'm in. But like, see you up, Adam. Write July nineteenth down. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, baptisms next week. If you're getting baptized or you're getting a kiddo baptized, your kiddos are getting baptized. Will you stay after just for five minutes for me to, to discuss some things with you? Um. Yeah, I got that. Uh. Family camp. You don't have that graphic, do you? Do you have the one that I have all the prices on? Okay. I have prices for family camp, so um, I'll, we'll put it up next week. There's a lot of information on it, so it's, I might have to go through it individually just to kind of explain. But sign-ups are open for family camp. If you want to join, um, let me know. Um, oh, May 4th. You don't probably have that either. May 4th, um, Dawn is doing the National Day of Prayer, right? What time does that start? Which would be? Six? (laughs) Okay. Okay, so it starts at five, and our friend Shiloh is going to be helping to lead worship. Don's going to be doing worship. Um, And Jason and I are praying. Yeah, I think so. Um, So that is... What? What? Oh, and there's going to be four or five other local pastors. So it's just a time of beautiful community that we are here for and that our hearts desire. So it's right over here next to Walker's, right? What is that place called? Okay. So like the... Like It's like a little tiny downtown park that has like a bench. It's just a cute little area that's set up, and that's where we're going to be doing it at. So May 6th, uh, May 4th, and then May 6th, we're having a worship night here with a friend of ours. His name is Brent Kelly, and he's super fiery, and I really recommend that you come. Um, if you need a word from the Lord, seek the Lord, actually. Don't seek a man. But um, Brent walks in the prophetic, and he's a lot of fun. A little intimidating. You might. Put you out on the floor and don't wear a dress. Um, but he's fun and it will be, right? It'll be super lively. And then he'll also be coming the next day for church on May 7th. Um, so we'll have him both days. So, all right, anything else? Okay, yep, tell us. There's a theme? Uh huh. Do <laughs> you ever written down? No, probably not.
2: Blessed are the people. I trying to think where that scripture's at. About somewhere, about in Philippians, somewhere. Anyhow, it's uh, Jim, don't laugh at me. I'll get it. Hang on there. Uh, I'll, I'll get it. Those who um, well, that's doing the mighty exploits. That's Daniel. Blessed are those who call upon the Lord, and He hears the prayers. The righteous prayers, the righteous prayers have availeth, uh, availeth much. Effectual, fervent prayers, is the King James words. So I looked it up in Greek, and means, it means means energetic, fervent. So I'll retranslate it. The energetic, fervent prayers. Boy, it's good to see you again, Lisa. The energetic, fervent prayers, a righteous man availeth much. That's the theme this year for the whole National Day of Prayer. That means on that particular day, thousands of people yeah. will be praying yeah. Yeah. along with the pokes and holding them. So uh, that's who he's looking for. Yes.
1: We'll be, we'll be a large chunk of that thousand, won't we? Yep. Okay. Well, we love you guys. Thank you for coming and sharing in our vision for what God wants to do and hold in and understand that you guys are called for such a time as this and part of that plan. So um, let's just pray and then we'll go. Father, we just thank you for who you are, God. We thank you and we are honored to know you. We are honored to declare your words through our lips, Father. Whatever you ask, we say yes, God, whether it's hard, whether it doesn't make sense, whether we don't understand what the next step looks like, God, we only want you. We only want the deep things of you, God. That is our heart. That's our longing, God. We want to know you. We love you, Lord. Thank you for all that you are. In Jesus' name, amen.